Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches. We've been coaching together as a team for 22 years, and we've been happily married and passionately in love for 30 years. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And welcome to our love revolution. Yes. So how's your week been going, baby? My week has been interesting. It's been a great week. We launched our book, which is amazing. I'm very happy about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of good wins going on. And we also did a lot of dog sitting this weekend. Yes, we did. Yes, this week. We did a lot of dog sitting. Yes. A whole lot of dog sitting. It was fun, though. It was fun. You know, I got to say, baby, I said yes to the dog sitting, and I didn't ask you. And you were so gracious. I thought you were going to get like, girl, really? Two dogs, two weeks in a row. But you were great. I appreciate that. You know, we don't have grandkids. We do have grand doggies. Yes, we do. And we have a, a pit bull, which is our 21-year-old. So that's her dog. Yes. And then, Zeusy. We love Zeus. Yes, yeah, Zeus. And then our oldest daughter, she has the, um, no, our, our son. He has the pug. Yep. And then a friend of ours asks us to watch her miniature Doberman. So it's like a little Doberman, cute little dog. Yeah, Gigi. And so I love the dogs. Yes. But that was a lot of dogs. That was a lot of dog walking. That was a lot of dog poop picking up. <laughs> that was a lot of dog barking late at night. But I helped this time. Normally you, you do it all. I you helped did. you a lot. You did. I do appreciate that you will get up early yes. and take the dog for a walk. Yeah. I really like that part. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And Sleeping in a bed with us, that was a little kind of weird thing for me, too, because that's not something that I'm used to. Yes. Having, you know, another person in a bed with us and interrupting our sex life. So I got to be real with you guys. Uh, we were trying to do our thing, and I'm really looking forward to it. And all day, Melanie's like flirting with me like, babe, tonight, don't worry, you're going to get it tonight, babe. You're gonna. And I'm like, okay. Batting them eyelashes. Okay, it's about to go down. Right? It's about to go down. So then- I'm preparing everything. I'm making sure that, you know, I made dinner, making sure I got the Prosecco, making sure I got the candles. Ambiance. Ambiance. Then I'm like, hey, babe, ready to go in the room? And she's like, but the dog's here. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with the dog staring at us. And it's like, no. <laughs> ah, okay, I get it. I get it. But I, 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 I got it. I wasn't crazy. Oh, about you it. didn't get it. No, I didn't <laughs> you get did it. Not get I it. didn't get it. You're right. I didn't get it. But you know, I took one for the team. Sometimes you got to take an L. It was one night. Actually, I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> it didn't just stay one night because when the dog left last night, and I'm thinking, okay, the dog's gone. It's on now. Let's watch some TV. I got the prosecco. Okay, babe, you ready? Babe. You you can't get me drunk and then expect me to stay awake. Like how many glasses of prosecco? That's not. I'm not Babe, getting you drunk. That's you, called foreplay. No, it's not. It's called sleepe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. Sleepe. She going to sleep. If you give if you give me more than three glasses of prosecco, lights out. Like, like you, you're a New it's, Yorker. You you used to staying up every night. You can drink way more than I can. And then my glass gets empty and you're filling it. I don't even know how many glasses I'm drinking. And then I pass out and you're like, you passed out. Well, guilty as charged. <laughs> True. Yes. I, I am going to take blame for some parts of it. But 
it's teamwork that makes the dream work. True story. Right. So, you know, if if you need more, less Prosecco, um, <laughs> if you need, you know, we need to get started earlier, I'm not trying to pressure you, uh, but I miss you aw. and I need to connect. Okay. I, I miss you too. And I do need to connect with you too. And for you people, for you ladies There's no out dogs there, here tonight. No, there's no dogs here tonight yet. Not yet. We're going to call at any moment like, hey, guys, can you? And we love our kids, and they don't really ask us to, to dog sit much. Right. But, you know, so that was really interesting. And I definitely, like I said, picked up a lot of poop. And I got a quick story <laughs> Anthony, I want to tell you guys. Anthony. Years ago, there was this, before we I had dogs in my life at all. In our family in at our all. family at all. And I, I never had anything against dogs. I grew up with dogs. I love dogs, but I just, I'm not really, I wasn't really a dog owner. I like the freedom. I like the, the freedom that comes with the independence and to do what I want and not have that responsibility. Well, also back in our day, dogs were in the backyard. You didn't walk That's them, true. carry them, put them in a purse, right. dress them, put shoes on them and dresses. Like that just didn't happen in our generation. Right. So it's a whole nother dog world that right. we're in now. And, and then I would walk down this, such as the street or drive by and I'd see someone picking up dog poop. And usually like it's a girl and it's like, oh, look at her. She's a good looking girl. But then she's picking up the poop and it's like, ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew. It was just immediate turn That's off. a big reaction. Yeah, it was a big reaction. And I, I had a damn it declaration that I, that I put with it. Mm-hmm. And my damn it declaration was, damn it, I'll never do that. You'll never see me picking up dog poop like that. People, if you want to make God laugh, tell them what you're going to be doing tomorrow. Tell them what you're going to be picking up tomorrow. Oh, you won't. Yeah. And so my my daughter, later on, she came back and she had two dogs and she was in a situation where either she had to put the dog to sleep or find someone to take care of the dog because the dog was barking all day long and she was going to get evicted. And so, of course, when she came to me, it was like, Dad, here's my situation. How can I say no? And so I was like, fine, I'll do it. And... In the beginning, it was a rough relationship because the dog didn't trust me and the dog was attached to her and I'd walk the dog and the dog would run away and I'm running around the neighborhood trying to find a dog. But then <laughs> after a couple of months, you know, I'm getting used to it. And then she brought the other dog, the bigger pit bull. So now I'm walking both of them. Then one day I was picking up dog poop and some girls were in the car driving by and they looked at me and they were like, ew, ew. <laughs> I was like, how the hell did I get here? People, that's what's called the law, law of attraction. Of attraction. <laughs> the law of attraction in action. Yep. Right then and there. 100%. So on today's that. show, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the law of attraction. Because a lot of you guys have heard of it. So you were attracting dog poop? I was attracting what I didn't want because I was focused on it. And with I kept, big energy. With big energy. Yes. And so that's the way the law of attraction works. And we're going to break it down to you. But I just, before we jump into it, I just wanted to you know, get that off my chest. So tonight, less Prosecco. Less Prosecco. No dogs. No dogs. And get started a little earlier. Thank you. All right. I'm Problem solved, people. Yeah. So stay, yeah. T- stay tuned the next episode to see if, it, <laughs> if Anthony's strategy works. <laughs> Did Let's it go see. down or not? Did it happen? <laughs> So, so how I was love you. I love you too. So, how was your week? You My know, week well, was great. Now? I had fun with the dogs. I appreciated them. I loved them. You know, there was a time I never, I didn't even like dogs. Remember that? 
I didn't like them at all. I didn't want to be around oh, them. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. And when my daughter got the dogs, I just softened my heart and I fell in love with the dogs. And remember yeah. that first year I got pajamas that had dogs on it? And she was like, <laughs> who are you, mother? Who are you? You're wearing dog pajamas. You don't even like dogs. I was like, I like dogs now. Ugh. So you could change. And as my energy was changing... And I was becoming kinder and nicer from my self-work and personal work. It changed my perception of dogs. And dogs are pure positive energy. They're They're love. Beautiful. So I actually was shifting my own energy and became more of a match to them. And I could love them and appreciate them. So I had fun this week. It was a busy week. We had a lot going on. I've been really tired. I've, I've been describing it like I feel like I'm trying to run underwater. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going with the flow right now in life. Like whatever's happening in the moment, I'm present to it. And I'm not forcing myself to do more than I feel like I have bandwidth for. So I'm in a really good place. Thank you so much for asking. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Can you do me a favor and for sure. the audience as well? Sure. Can you share that doggy grandma voice that you do? <laughs> <laughs> because when Melanie talks to the dogs... The voice that you're hearing now. Why are you putting me on blast like that, Anthony? You're not my friend no more. That's not blast. I'm just sharing. We are just sharing with our audience because we love them. We are connecting. Okay, fine. Okay, so Melanie has this voice that she does when she talks to the dogs, and she calls them her grand doggies. Now, me personally, I'm not, I'll say grand doggies. I'm getting used to it, but at first she used to be like, he's a grand doggies. Like, I'm not a grand doggy father. I'm not a grand doggy father. Don't call me that. Grandfather. My grandfather doggy. Uh, those are the dogs. Don't try to make us relate it like that. And after a while, she kept doing it and kept doing it, and it kind of grew on me. <laughs> so, so now they are my grand doggies. I, how'd I get here? But I'm here. So do the voice for us, please. Just a little bit. Uh, okay. It's like the, a grandma would talk to her kids. I'd just say, okay, Susie, come with grandma. Grandma's going to take you for a walk because grandma loves the doggy. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Why uh, is that so entertaining to you? <laughs> Why do you love it so uh, much? <laughs> uh, I'm going to start talking to you like the Anthony. Come on, baby. <laughs> no more Prosecco. Come on, baby. <laughs> you want to go to bed early? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use that on you. Oh, God. That was good. That was good. No, don't use that on me. Thank you. But I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for being vulnerable and sharing. I don't do I do care. any voices like that with the dogs at all? No. No, you're the dog whisperer. You are a great dog trainer. You're intuitive. Anthony, are, okay, so we had Zeus to, um, this week, and Zeus jumps on people. He's a puppy. He's a pit, and he gets really excited when he sees people, and he wants to jump up on people, which is not okay. And Anthony broke him of that within 24 hours, and it was pretty amazing. You, you're so intuitive. You know, you like read the dog just like you read people and read energy, and you knew what needed to happen to, to change his behavior. Yeah, thank, that's awesome. Thank you. It is weird. It is a gift, and I appreciate it. And it's like a hack. Mm-hmm. I'm able to just tap in, yeah. and not only to just animals and people. I'm literally able to do that with like physical physical a- a- objects, like a car or something. I a toaster, a toaster, something I've never been exposed to as far as like the <laughs> mechanics. I know how to get in there and fix it, and what's wrong, and what's what needs to be done. So, so I want to talk about law of attraction, if you don't mind. I want to share how. I learned about the law of attraction. I used to work in downtown LA and I would take the train from Long Beach to LA every day. And one day I got on the train and I just had a feeling of foreboding. 
And I interpreted it like, I'm going to die today. That's what I felt like. I felt this, like this was like about 20. It was a long time four, ago. 24 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. ago. So I had this feeling like I was going to die. And I called you and I was crying and I said, something bad's going to happen. I can feel it. I feel like I'm going to die today. And you said, get off the train and come back home. Yeah, it was after 9 11. Yeah. yeah. And because I'm such a good girl, I was like, no, I have to go to work. I can't let my team down, even if I think I'm right. going to die. Right. So I stayed on the train and I went to work and I just kind of had to do a lot of self-talk and talk myself down. And I'm going to share this with you guys because this is actually really important. I asked myself, if I'm going to die today, what loose ends have I left? And because if I don't die, I want to tie up these loose ends. So number one, I didn't, I was worried about money. How will my family survive financially without me? And I realized you need to get life insurance. So I got life insurance after that. So that that wasn't a fear anymore. The second thing was my children. Oh my God, my children will miss me. It'll be so hard on them. And I was like, girl, you're fooling yourself. Everybody has to deal with death and they'll get past it. They'll grieve. They'll be okay. You've put so much love into them. They'll all, you'll always be with them. You're going to be okay. The next piece was Anthony. Oh, poor Anthony. He will never find love again. There will never be a woman who could take my place. And again, it was like, girl, you tripping. <laughs> he will mourn. He will love you forever. But if he lives on, he may have another relationship. And you want that. You want him to be happy and you want him to have more love in his life. So I literally went through that list with myself to calm myself down. And by the time I got to work, I, I actually felt a little bit better. I was like, okay, that was weird. So I went through my work day. I come home and we had this little, tiny little home office in our place. And you and I were sitting in that home office talking and I heard chains rattling outside. Mm -hmm. And you stood up and looked out the window and you said, stay here, I'll be right back. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So you went outside and I looked out the window and there was a truck, a tow truck hooking my car up to the tow truck and my car was being repossessed. And I had been worrying about losing my car for months. We had a lot of kids at home. We were supporting children. We were putting money into our business that we didn't really have. And I would get late on bills and get behind on bills. And the car was one that we were really behind on. And I worried about it every night. I stayed up every night worrying about that car being repossessed. So I stood up and I looked out the window and I saw you talking to the tow truck guy and you were trying to talk him out of taking the car. And I just started laughing. And I started laughing because I realized the foreboding feeling that I felt was my car being repossessed. I wasn't dying. Right. My car was just being repossessed. And I was like, I do take the car. I am so sick of worrying about it and being scared and being ashamed and embarrassed and worried what people would think if I couldn't afford this car. So they took it and you came back in, honey, and you just had this sweetest look on your face. You said, you're going to be really upset. I have something to tell you. And like, you wanted to protect me from it. And I said, I know, it's okay. They took the car. Let, 
It's fine. I don't care. I'm glad they took the car. I thought I was dying today, Anthony. Mm-hmm. All it was was getting a car repossessed. Eventually, we'll replace the car. Whatever. It's mm-hmm. fine. Those were some rough times. Those, those were, were some, some rough yeah. times. And we were struggling. And I was really negative. I worried constantly. After you came in and tried to soothe me, I decided to soothe you. And I said, you know what? Why don't you go to the store and get us a couple 40s? <laughs> this is back in the days. People. <laughs> go get us a couple 40s and let's sit down and watch this movie I heard about called The Secret. Mm-hmm. And you said, okay, let's do that. So you went and got our 40s. But before I went to the store, there was something else that I Oh, what I forget. Tell me. At that time, we literally sacrificed everything that we had for this dream of what we're doing now. We wanted to be coaches and to have the career that we have now, so we left other careers. Yes. And our other careers that we were in for years, we walked away from it one day and just said, let's start over. We may lose everything, but we're going to chase this dream no matter what. So we were trying to figure it out. Before I went to the store, I was telling you that, you know what? I feel in my spirit that we're almost there. There's just a little bit of information. It's like we got 95% of it. Yeah, but there's 5% something. that we're missing and we're going to get it. It's out there and we're yes. going to get it. I don't know how or when, but watch, it's going to happen. And then I went to the store and got the beer. Then we came back and I didn't even really want to watch The Secret <laughs> because I was still stressing about the car. I was still right. pissed off. And then we sat down and started watching The Secret. Yes. And it was like immediately that is the 5% that I said that we were missing. Yes. And after that, it was a game changer for us. So after we watched the movie The Secret, I really changed my focus to be more positive, to focus on what I want. I let go of a lot of worry, a lot of fear. And we started attracting people like crazy. We attracted someone to help us build our website. We attracted all kinds of people. We attracted another car. We attracted another car. Someone gave us a car. Oh, we started having secret parties because we wanted to share with other people what we had learned. See, we always been sharing. We've been trying to spread the love from day one. Mm -hmm. So we started having these secret parties and we would invite people and they'd potluck and we'd watch the secret. And in that group of people, they started bringing all kinds of science and more information. And so we learned the nuts and bolts of law of attraction, not just the idea of positive thinking. So that was the beginning of our journey with law of attraction. And as we attracted more and more information, we incorporated it into our coaching. And then we started seeing our clients get real success and it started moving really quickly and then we started asking to be coaches full-time and we started attracting more clients and more clients and more clients and then our business just grew from there so what is the law of attraction the law of attraction i describe it to my clients like this when we look at human beings under a electronic electronic microscope thank you baby we see light energy that's vibrating So the light part of us is our divinity. We are spirits. We are light energy. The vibration part is our thoughts and our emotions. So whatever we're thinking has an emotion attached to it, and that is vibrating. It's a frequency. So our thoughts and our emotions create frequencies in our bodies, and then our bodies are emitting these frequencies, and they go out into the universe, and they connect with people, situations, and circumstances that match that frequency. So earlier when Anthony was saying he saw the girl picking up the dog poop and he was like, ew, dog poop, that's gross. He literally brought the frequency of dog poop into his body 
and he started to vibrate around dog Ew. poop a little bit. <laughs> and then he started attracting <laughs> more dog poop situations. Mm-hmm. And it this is the way the law of attraction works for people. You'll start attracting things and not even remember wanting them or thinking about them or having an emotional response to them. What Anthony and I do with the law of attraction is we teach people how to align themselves with the thoughts and emotions that match the frequency of what they want. So I'm always talking about love, spread the love. I'm talking about love's an energy, love's a frequency. It is, and it's really pure. But if you think about how people talk about love today, it's not in a loving way. And then they wonder, why am I not attracting love? Everything associated with love right now is lack. It's lack. And the lack of love a lot of times is hate. And we're really in the middle of a hate revolution right now. So Anthony and I are focusing ourselves, our clients, our kids, everyone we know on the frequency of love. And love is acceptance. It is joy. It is abundance. It's all of the goodness all in one. Anthony likes to say it's appreciation at its purest form. So if you want to attract something, you have to get yourself on the frequency of that thing. When I was worrying about the car every night and stressing every night, my body began to vibrate at getting your car repossessed until it actually happened. And I felt it right before it happened. That's the energy I was feeling in my body and I didn't recognize it. So I thought something bad was going to happen. But I'm going to tell you guys, getting that car repossessed was one of the best things that ever happened in my life. I would not change it for anything. So many good things came out of it. We discovered the secret and law of attraction, which changed our lives and all our clients' lives. We went a couple of weeks without a car. Anthony started walking our daughter to school. I took the train every day and I got to read every spiritual book I wanted to read. And then from there, I took the bus from the train. So I had even more time to read. And so even when you attract things that you don't want and you don't like, you can always turn it around. You can always shift your energy because as soon as you shift your thoughts and your emotions, your body begins to vibrate something else. And that vibration sends frequencies out into the universe and you'll start attracting the new thing. But the hardest part is fighting the belief that you can't have what you want. So that's law of attraction. And right now, we got a lot of people attracting what they don't want because that's what they're focused on and that's what they're vibrating. Right. A lot of people think that it's like a religion, law of attraction. Law of attraction isn't a religion. The law of attraction is a universal law. And a universal law is no different than, let's say, gravity. Gravity is a universal law. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't touch it, but it exists and it's always affecting your life. Always, 24 7, 365, always affecting your life. Whether you believe, so let's say you don't believe in it, you jump off of a building, the universe isn't going to go, oh, he doesn't believe in, in the law of attraction. Or so gravity. Let's, or gravity, I'm sorry. Let's let you float to the ground. No. Whether you believe it or not, you jump, you're going to fall. It's not a religion. It's a universal law. And the more you practice it, the better you'll get at it. Whatever you focus on, eventually you will attract. And that is the law of attraction in a nutshell. A lot of people might say, well, I'm focusing on love. I'm focusing on love every day. How come I'm not attracting it? It's not working. 
yes, you may be focusing on love, but odds are you're focusing on the lack of love, that you don't have a relationship, that you don't have a partner, or you don't have a happy relationship that you're already in. If you're focused on the lack, you're going to attract more lack. When you focus on the law of attraction to attract something, don't focus on the lack. Focus on and talk and act and think like you already have it. So when I was picking up the dog poop, I was it's like a Google search. You're telling the universe, whatever I focus on, bring it to me. So I'm focusing on picking up dog poop and disgust. So what did I attract? I attract me picking up dog poop and people being disgusted with me. So how did I change that? I changed it by changing my story about what was happening. My original story was to pick up dog poop with your hands is disgusting. My new story was I'm grateful this dog's not pooping in my house. So I'm more than happy to pick it up outside and throw it away. I'm glad that this dog is healthy because when he's pooping, that means that, you know, he's healthy. That's good. So I had to change the story. I even turned it into a little game. When I'd walk with the dogs, I'd be like, let's play a game, guys. Okay, let's play a game. You poop and I'll pick it up. Okay, poop and I'll pick it up. Ready? Go. It sounds crazy, but I made it fun. Right. Then after that. So it wasn't gross to you. So you right. didn't attract it. So Makes I changed sense. the story. So I stopped attracting gross experiences with picking up dog poop. And then after a while, it didn't bother me. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yeah. And, you know, this has been an experiment that we have been doing for years. And we have applied law of attraction to our own lives. After our car was repossessed and we watched The Secret, everything changed. We started setting intentions. We started working on our own energy. We started clearing up past energy. You guys will hear us talk about inner child stuff. All the inner child stuff that happened is energy and your body's vibrating it. That's why we go back and look at people's past energy because we want to see what stories are they telling themselves that are vibrating in their body that is either attracting or repelling love. That's why we do that, because we learned we could be positive, but then I had, you guys have heard it, kind of weaved in and out of my story. I had some victim stuff. So I would keep attracting situations where I felt in a position of being a victim. So I had to change those stories. I had to clean that up in my past. I did inner child work. And then I started saying, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I handle business. I know what I'm doing. I'm on top of my game. I'm making money. It's coming all the time. And I started being loving and kind and expecting it. And I wrote down what I wanted. I started teaching law of attraction at work. And then something amazing happened. Someone noticed I was teaching law of attraction at work and then asked me, can you teach other doctors law of attraction in their offices? And I said, hell yeah, especially if you're going to pay me more money. (laughs) (laughs) And then I ended up consulting and started a whole nother business teaching people law of attraction in dental offices, who would have thought that was a possibility, Mm -hmm. and tripling my income. And I just went and bought a new car. I know that it works because I've implemented it in my own life. And we've implemented it in our own life. Right. And the law of attraction is not just a quick fix. No. If you're doing it to go, I'm just using it so I could attract this car or attract this thing, whatever it is. You can still do that and have some success, but if you really want to capitalize off of it and really want to reap the benefits, then you have to make it a lifestyle. Yes. 
the law of attraction for us is something that we live every single day, something that we're aware of every single day. Just like gravity, we're always aware of it so we can utilize it and make it work for us. A lot of you guys also are going, it's not working. And one of the reasons why it may not be working, well, it's actually always working. You're just not attracting what you want. You're attracting what you don't want because you're probably focused on what you don't want. But for a lot of people, they're not going to get the effect that they want with it because in order to really attract, you have to be laser focused on what it is that you want. Act, think, and talk like you already have it. But on average, the average person has to deal with, I think it's like 196,000 other distractions every day, other thoughts. And most of those thoughts are coming from outside of us externally. The signs that you drive by, the conversations of the people around you, the TV, the radio, and there's so much noise competing for your focus. So your, your focus is all over the place. So how can you focus on just that one thing? So the key is to start getting rid of that other noise in your life. Turn off the TV. Be by yourself more. Be out in nature more. Meditate. Get rid of all of the garbage thoughts that you don't need. And just focus on what is it that you want. And once again, act like you already have it. Use all of your senses. What does it smell like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Immerse yourself in that experience and you will start to attract things that match it. And when you attract it, celebrate it. Yes. I want to share one of my greatest manifestations real quick. <laughs> Years ago, I wrote a book for men called How to Get Over That Bitch and Grow Balls They Can't Resist, available on Amazon.com. So <laughs> when I wrote this book for men, and it was a breakup recovery book. Don't let the title fool you. Women love this book just as much as men because it's teaching men how to take responsibility for their own actions. I self-published the book and I distributed it in, in stores around Southern California and it book sold really well. Then one day, one of the owners said, hey, you know what? If you had these cardboard display boxes, we could put them right here in the front and you'd sell even more. Then I had a couple more store owners tell me that. So I went home that day and I did some research and I had to buy like 6,000 pieces and it was going to cost me like $5,000. We didn't have that kind of money at the time and I needed them right away. So I told Melanie, you know what? Watch, I'm going to get it. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it's going to come at the perfect time. Watch, you're going to see. I had high energy. I knew what I wanted and I was eagerly anticipating it coming to me at the right time. I didn't try to control how it was, it was going to come. I just knew I was going to get it. Then I was on my way to the gym with my nephew. So I was like, come on, Kev, let's go to the gym. On the way to the gym, my spirit said, make a right turn. My spirit talks to me. I listen. I made a right turn into a residential neighborhood I'd never gone down before. My nephew goes, hey, I thought we were going to the gym. And I was like, we are, just relax. So I didn't know what was going on, but I was listening to my spirit. Then it told me to make a left turn, and that was going away from the gym. So I did it anyway. And my nephew was like, hey, I thought we, the gym's the other way. And I was like, just chill. Then it hit me. I felt it immediately. And I stopped the car. He was like, what's going on? I was like, check this shit out. So I backed the car up. To my left behind me was a house. And it was a big green garbage bin. And on top of the garbage bin was a stack of cardboards. Still shrink wrapped. I got out the car, pulled out the cardboard, ripped up the shrink wrap, laid out one of the flat pieces of cardboard. I folded it up into one piece. Like, and when I folded it up, it was the exact display cases that I needed. 200 of them perfectly shrink-wrapped. Instant manifestation. My nephew, of course, was like, dope, mind blown. 
I took the cardboard, I threw it in the back of the car, turned around, went right back home. This was literally within seven minutes of me leaving the house. I went back to Melanie and said, check this shit out. And I dropped them on the floor. Blow. And she was like, bow, mind blown. That was an instant manifestation. I knew what I wanted. I eagerly anticipated it coming at the perfect time. I didn't try to control the how. And when my spirit gave me demands, uh, commands, I listened. And it led me to that manifestation. And both of us have had so many manifestations like that over our lifetime. You guys can do that too. But it starts with you believing and knowing exactly what it is that you want. And that's the law of attraction in action, people. And it doesn't not, always have to be dog poop. Yes. It could be love. It could be money. It could be happiness, uh, inner peace. It could be whatever you want. But you have to step into it and you have to feel it and you have to believe it. And that's where you start. That, my friends, is law of attraction. Okay. So on that note, people, some bad news is we are at the end of our podcast. <laughs> so, yes, we are. So once again, thank you for joining the Amazing Clocks podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. We look forward to talking to you guys on our next episode. Absolutely. And thank you guys so much for being part of our love revolution. Please continue to share and give us reviews. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what you're loving so we can give you more of it, so you can attract more of it. And continue to go on to the Black Love Plus app and listen to all the podcasts. You know, we are all about love on this app and we are loving you from so many different ways. So listen to some of our other fellow podcasters and we are going to keep bringing you love from the Black Love Network. Thank you so much. 